0: Thank you for joining the wellness web. My name is Valerie, your host. We have some exciting things in store for you. We are here to expand our knowledge of wellness. It's not just about kale or your pant size. It is about your whole being and what that entails. And there's a lot to us, so let's dive in. Good morning, welcome back to the web. Today we're going to talk about seasons, which is fitting, right? Because we're transitioning into fall here out in the West where I'm at. And transition is vital to life and it often often happens in a cycle of some sort. So I love the four seasons and fall is one of my favorites overall. It's the cozy season, right? You can still wear flip-flops and a sweatshirt. Um, You can, oh, just I just love it. It's cozy. I do enjoy pumpkin spice lattes, but mostly I just enjoy that that cozy season while still getting away with flip-flops. They're my favorite. Um, <laughs> but it's cool that even though we don't know how long the season of fall may last, we know without a shadow of a doubt that winter is right behind it. So seasons of our life look very much the same, yet I and and maybe you too get all been out of shape when we don't know how long a season of depression or a season of no sleep or a season of illness or a season of lost income or a season of relational discomfort or a season season of teething, we don't know how long it might last. So if we have a season of fall, winter is inevitable. If we have a season of winter, spring is going to bring fresh blooms, Right. It's a cycle of inevitable change, a cycle of ups and downs, a cycle that means that this too shall pass. I was reading a page in a book recently, um, The Miracle Equation by Hal Elrod. Great book if you um, are looking for something to read, I highly recommend it. And there's a quote in there by Patrick Connor, and it says, The world we live in, the life we perceive, is a perfect reflection, a mirror image of our internal reality. Wow, I I love this because we hear it so often um, that what you think about, you see, um, how you perceive the world, is what's happening on the inside, right? It's that's a very powerful statement, and one that. I know I've seen some people shrug off as not, not the case, but have you ever known someone who just always seems to see the car accidents happen on their way to work? Right. Or like that person that always like, they always see the, the, the exciting things that you would see on cops, right? They're the ones that, that witness those things. Um, or that person who is just constantly smiling and always seems to have crazy good luck, right? They find a $20 bill on the sidewalk, you step in gum. Um, that person, you know, they're walking walking into a store and someone's like, oh, you just won, you know, <laughs> whatever. You're the 1,000th customer today. There's just some, some people that have that. Um, my dad, for example love him to death, but he's a pessimist. We can walk into the same grocery store at the same time, go to grab bananas, and he'll say, like, all these are terrible. Look at them. They're all mushy and old and overripe, right? Even though I could be standing there holding a perfect bunch of bananas that would last my family for the week, right? But they're in his mind they're just all terrible. But he looks at things in a totally different way than I do. So when I read that, the world we live in, the life that we perceive is a perfect reflection, a mirror image of our internal reality. It's it's so poignant. Do you see that contrast there though that I'm talking about? Some of these things are filters that are innately designed to help us stay safe, right? Some of them are learned from our upbringing. Some of them are just redundant lessons that have innocently been said over and over and over until we don't even think um, about it. And it's just a a truth that we hold, right? Even if it may not be true, it's just something that has been ingrained. One such thing could be the saying, you gave it your all or you gave it a good shot right? How many times have well-meaning parents said that? You did your best. You gave it you gave it a good shot. Good try. How many times do we justify our own actions or the results of something along with the lines? Like, I gave it a good shot. I did the best that I could. And sometimes this is true. And a lot of times this is just a phrase in autopilot, right? An autopilot takes us out of our seasons. Okay. <laughs> Stay with me here. Because mentally, when we are on autopilot, we're not present in the moment. Like when you're driving to work and you just hop on the interstate and you take off and um, get off at your exit. And then at the red light, you realize where you are and you're just like, whoa, (laughs) I don't even remember driving on the freeway. Does anybody else have that happen to them? (laughs) So autopilot is a way of steering us to mediocrity. It's It's stagnation, right? There is no change. And the change that is there disrupts our straight path. Right? Does that make sense? And so it jolts us from our comfortable seat in the car. Sometimes that jolt is a painful reminder of the bitter winter that we might be in. Sometimes that jolt is the wake-up call that we need to start changing our behaviors and our actions to get out of autopilot and be more present in the moment because even winter has wonderful things about it. Okay. It's beautiful. You can go snowmobiling. You can go snowshoeing. You can go skiing. You can make snowballs. I mean, you can just do, you have an entire outdoor fridge, right? Beer fridge can get very large in the winter. (laughs) your freezer gets larger in the winter, but there's good things about each season. And if we stay on autopilot, we're not paying attention to those seasons and the good things that are happening in that moment. So get out of autopilot, see where you're at, see the good things that are happening, right? And then try to flip your filter and see the world that you want to see. And it really starts from inside. So when you can start to acknowledge that what is happening to you or what you're seeing in another person or you know every drivers in a rush on the on the road and everyone's tailgating you and honking and just driving like crazy people, maybe that's an internal reflection that you need to slow down. That you need to be more present and get out of autopilot and be there. So seasons, okay? They happen In nature, they happen personally. And um, I'm going to leave you with this quote that I received from a um, health and wellness subscription text that I'm a part of. And it says, When things change inside you, things change around you. Wellness starts within. I love that quote because it's so true. Our wellness starts between our ears. What we think about, we bring about. So one thing that I want to leave you guys with, and if you did the homework from the wonderful Carrie Thomas about mini meditations throughout the day, right? Mini breaks where you just take a deep breath two or three times and you just get present in the moment. Feel all the feels. That's going to really help take you to a present state which takes you out of autopilot, just on its own, done and done. Um, one thing that I wanted to mention as well that might be a good way to jolt you out of autopilot, this is something that I started doing a few months back. And it was when I would say things like, I don't have time to do X or I don't have... um enough money for whatever. Instead of saying, I don't have time or money or whatever to do this. Instead, say out loud or to yourself, this, whatever it might be, is not a priority to me. It's not important to me. And see how that feels. Because it doesn't feel good. Um, if, If we're talking about like a spiritual thing, right? This gives me super super bad Catholic guilt. Um, if I say things like, um, prayer is not a priority to me or praying in the morning, making time for prayer is not a priority to me. or That's not important to me. Doesn't sit well. <laughs> if I say something about my kids, like, oh, playtime is not a priority to me. I just feel super bad mom guilt, right? I don't like saying that. So it jolts me out of that autopilot setting and it makes me think about, okay, well, what is important? Because playtime with my kids is important. Prayer is important to me. So am I pushing the important things aside because of something more urgent? And is that urgent thing actually urgent or is it just something that I feel I need to do? Something that the outside world is pressuring me to put more importance on than x y or z so that's another way that you can jolt yourself out of the autopilot and bring yourself into the present for me i noticed that it was very helpful to do that because i i i, do, I gratitude journal in the mornings i'm very religious about that i feel like that has helped my anxiety levels a lot But I have noticed that throughout the day, I can get caught on autopilot, especially with the kids. And, oh my gosh, any parent can relate to being pulled out of a project eight times because someone needs goldfish or an applesauce. um, Or, you know, baby sister stole the crayons that you were working, that big brother was working with. You know, like there's always something that pulls you away from a project that you're working on and takes you out of that moment. So you go on autopilot, you get overwhelmed, you, you're in a, for me, sometimes it's a season of overwhelm. You know, when your kids are little, when your work is demanding, when you're pushing for a project or a promotion, and you have these big things going on that take a lot of your brain space. It's so easy to be in that season of overwhelm. And one thing that you can do throughout the day is mini meditations to bring you into the present, to help you focus on what you're grateful for and what is important to you in that present moment. To feel the feelings that you need to feel to process and move forward in that present moment. But if you're really overwhelmed, that can be really hard to remember to do. (laughs) You could wear a rubber band around your wrist, right? But half the time I forget it's there, let alone remember to snap myself back to reality. Um, So if you are like me in that sense, the next time you hear yourself say, we don't have time for that right now. Instead, say to yourself, that is not a priority to me right now. And if it doesn't sit well with you, somehow make yourself pause. Maybe go get a Cold glass of water and drink that water while thinking about why what you're talking about at the moment isn't a priority to you. Is it actually not a priority, which is fine if it's not? Or is it something that you feel is important, but there's something else that's more pressing? And is that thing more pressing? The reason that you feel the reason that it makes you feel kind of icky inside is it because it's pressing? you or because it's pressing to someone else, right? There's a lot to think about that kind of goes into this, but wellness starts from within. So if you are able to say, I feel this way because of this, you're one step closer to understanding what's going on inside of you, right? If I ask you right now, what are you thinking about? You can spout off all kinds of things. Right? I have a laundry list of things that are going on in my brain right now. So, (laughs) but if I ask you, what are you feeling right now? It might be something like, um, well, you know, I feel, I think I'm feeling fine. I feel fine. I don't know. Good, I guess. (laughs) Like, what, what are you feeling? Fine is not a feeling. Fine is a, is a state. It's not a feeling. Um, the Italian job, I think, says it best. Fine is freaked out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. There's a lot going on, um, but you're probably... But fine is not an emotion. <laughs> but f- what are you feeling is so much harder for people to just answer. Because a lot of times we don't check in with ourselves. But we check in constantly throughout the day with our to-do list, with our task list with our shoulds. And so it's a lot easier to relate to what are you thinking about than it is what are you feeling? Because a lot of times we don't check in with ourselves. So if you're in a season of overwhelm, especially a season of frustration, a season of change, a season of bliss, a season of good fortune, whatever your season is, there's going to be a following season. It's right around the corner. Change is inevitable. It is the thing that is going to, go, going to come no matter what. So if you're in a good season, that's great. Change is coming and maybe it's a change for the better. Maybe it's, you know, just another learning moment. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. Like I said, each season has its good points, right? Winter is beautiful. It's calm. It's, you can layer up. There's so many cute accessories. (laughs) You can do so many outdoor things. The whole forest changes when there's snow on the ground. It's beautiful. Winter's often used as a, as a bad season or a slow season or a difficult season, but there are good things about each one, right? Um, I don't really enjoy being really hot I love being in you know like Vegas or Arizona heat next to a pool, but past that, I don't really enjoy being overheated, so I could say that summer is my rough season, but spring and fall are my favorites. Spring is known for the transitions, the changes, the um, moving the moving forwards, right. Fall is a time of comfort slowing down it, like every season has its own transition if you are in a season whatever it is good bad ugly in between just kind of boring you are going to see another season and it is right around the corner we may not know how long this season's going to last right sometimes we have those indian summers sometimes we have a fall that lasts 2 weeks sometimes it lasts 2 months You just never know, but there is always going to be another season right behind the one that you are currently in. So with that in mind, get out of autopilot because if you're an autopilot and that next season comes, you're going to miss the opportunities that it has. You're also going to miss the opportunity that the current season has for you because every day we can learn something new. So get out of autopilot Change the way you look at your priorities and your task lists. Figure out how you feel. If you start to feel overwhelmed or stressed out or anxious or you start to feel anger or something that is just a low vibration, start to check in with yourself. And those mini meditations are a wonderful way to get very present with yourself and be honest with yourself and help you breathe and process the emotions so that if in that moment I ask you, what are you feeling? How what? How are you feeling? What are you feeling? You can answer it. It's not such this distant thing, <laughs> right? It's something that you can pull up just like your task list of what are you thinking about? So your homework is to continue practicing mini meditations throughout the day. Mini check-ins, let's say. Because it can be in the form of the meditations, deep breaths three or four times Throughout your day, it could be changing the way that you speak. So the next time you you want to say, "Oh, I don't have time for that," say, "That's not a priority to me." And if it doesn't feel good when you say it that way, check in with yourself. Why doesn't that feel good? What else do you have on your mind? What else are you feeling at that moment? Get yourself off of autopilot. That's your homework for the week. Thank, you. and remember. That if we have a season of fall, winter is inevitable. If we have a season of winter, spring is going to bring fresh blooms. It's a cycle of inevitable change. A cycle that means that this too shall pass. Learn the lessons that you need to in this present moment. Feel where you are, what you need. And remember, wellness starts within. I'll see you next week. Okay, that wraps up this episode. As always, thank you so much for listening. And if you've got anything out of this episode, please share it with someone who might need to hear its message. We rise by lifting others. So if we are able to help someone else and add some positivity to their life, then it comes back to us too. So please share this episode if you feel that you have anyone on your heart to share it with and please give me a five-star review. I love hearing how this episode and other episodes in the podcast have helped add a little bit of positivity to your life. Until next time.